0: Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Cimbola. Good morning! Merry Christmas! Buenos días! Ohio! Añaga Seo! Gendobre. I gotta get more languages. But good morning. Welcome to our Christmas devotional now. We're starting 2nd Peter on January 2nd. Get ready, to start reading it, 2nd Peter. But from now till Christmas, we're doing a little nugget, hopefully a nugget every day from the Christmas story. It's found in Matthew, Luke, and maybe John. Mark kind of bypasses it. Those are the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So we're trying to learn something from the story, as it's told. And then between Christmas and New Year's, we're going to have key verses for the new year. You're going to be blessed, I trust, by it. We are still in Matthew 1, and here's what it says. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. Verse 18, his mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary, we are now introduced for the first time to Mary in the story. She was betrothed. That means like engaged, but it wasn't like engaged today in our culture. It could only be broken by a divorce. They didn't have intimacy. They didn't sleep together, but they were given to one another. Married yet not married. Then after the betrothal came the wedding. And now we have Mary. Okay, so Mary. The guesses are she could have been as young. Some say it's 14, 15, 16, because that's when young ladies sometimes got married back in that culture. Others say late teens. Others, you know, most pictures or the movies they do, she's usually looking older. But she was a young lady never been with a man a virgin but she belonged to joseph mary was a great woman she suffered she has suffered in a lot of protestant circles because of the adoration of mary done by the roman catholic church where we end up being told to pray to mary but that's not found anywhere in the bible no one prayed to mary or anyone else and mary when she gives her song which we might talk on after she celebrates what god is going to do she calls god my savior but the whole system is complicated because the immaculate conception that i just talked about meaning jesus was conceived without the male sperm invading the female egg he was born of the holy spirit in mary's womb and mary and her greatness has kind of been tamped down why because Oh, we don't believe in Mariology, and we don't. That's idolatry. No statues of Mary. No Hail Mary full of grace. Like, put in a good word for me with Jesus. You don't need anybody. Oh, praise God. We don't need anybody putting a good word in with us, with Jesus. He came and died for us while we were yet sinners. And his ear is always open to our cry. He's our Savior. But that's what's developed. So now Mary, in some places gets more attention than, than her son Jesus. But because of that, there's been a reverse effect where, don't say too much about Mary, but Mary is the mother of Jesus. And the greatest thing I find about her, which I want to touch on right now, is when the angel came to her and talked to her, Luke tells us that, he tells her you're gonna have a baby, and she goes, how could that be? I've never been with a man, no, no. The Holy Spirit is going to overshadow you. And the baby that you're going to have is not going to be a normal baby. He's going to be great in God's sight. He's the Messiah, the Son of God, the Savior of the world. His name will be called Jesus for he'll save his people from their sin. Mary says to this amazing announcement, may it be according to your word. May something happen to me that's never happened before to anyone and will never happen to anyone. I receive it. She didn't panic and say, What? How will I raise them? How do you raise half man, half God? Totally man, totally God. He wasn't half and half. Totally man, totally God. What, I mean, what kind of baby will that be? What if something goes wrong? What if I fail as a mother? I mean, how do you raise God's own son? Instead of giving way to alarm and confusion, Mary said, May it be according to your word. I yield. That'd be a good thing for us to do. When God speaks to us, calls us to do something, indicates a path where to walk. Instead of going, what if and how ah, and whoa, hey, hey, may it be according to your word. I submit. Greatness is in submitting to God. Greatness is not trying to achieve something in yourself. What can you achieve? What can I achieve? What equipment do you have that you're going to achieve something to impress God? Like God's going to say, Whoa. Pastor Jim, that is something. He's God. What can you and I have that we don't have to receive first from God? So the lesson for us today is that we can learn from Mary to take a humble position and say, Lord, let it be. Let it be. i got a thousand questions. I don't know how this will end up. I mean, how will the baby die? How old will he live till? She did not know anything. Just, he's going to be great, and you're going to have something happen in your womb never to happen again. And instead of panicking, she just said, I receive. it. Let it work out. Come on, don't panic today. Don't worry about how things are going to work out for next year, this Christmas, and that. Just say, I know God is with me. God is with you. And just say, Lord, I yield to you. Take care of me. Watch over me. And when I hit a problem, I know you're going to see me through it. In Jesus' name, amen. See you tomorrow.